Hello, everybody. This is Marshall Poe. I'm the editor of the New Books Network. NBN listeners like to read books and buy them. So we thought we'd tell you that right now, our friends at Princeton University Press are having a remarkable site-wide sale. You can get 50% off books, including ebooks and audiobooks, with the code 50, F-I-F-T-Y, at checkout until May 31. You can save some real money on Princeton University Press books. I encourage you to go there and check it out. Welcome to the New Books Network. Welcome to New Books Network. Uh, I'm Yadum Sulongkumar, the host of this channel. And today I'm here with Dr. Nupurnima Yadav to talk about her book, Astrology in India, a Sociological Inquiry. And I think astrology is something in India, astrology is something which is very much popular. And I think it is something which is very much talked about. And it's a very interesting topic uh, in itself. And people obviously have worked on it. But then I think the author herself brings about something very important and uh, some very new insights to the very study of astrology in India. So I think the book itself, as I went through and as I read the book, it was for me personally a learning experience for me as I was going through the book. And I think uh, I have learned a lot. Personally, I haven't had the the time and the resource to kind of delve into astrology and its studies and all. But then um, I've always had interest in the religious aspect of the of Hinduism and also wanted to know more about astrology. And I think this book uh, gives a, a very good overview of uh, what astrology is in India and how people practice it and how people live by it, what are the uses of it and you know what are the dynamics and the conceptual aspects that are there in astrology itself. So without much ado, let's come to the author herself and we'll delve into her profile and the book itself. So let me come to, to the uh, author, uh, Dr. Uh, Yadav. So um, tell me something uh, about yourself, your background. Yeah. Uh, thank you for having me for this discussion today. Um, well, I'm Dr. Nupurnima Yadav. I come from uh, a small district in Haryana by the name of Patodi. Uh, I pursued my bachelor honors from uh, Delhi University. Uh, after that, I uh, pursued my master's, uh, MPhil, and my doctorate degree from the Center for the Study of Social System, Jawaharlal Nehru University. Uh, during my MPhil, uh, I think by the time I was finishing my MPhil, I was awarded uh, Junior Research Fellowship, uh, which was later enhanced to Senior Research Fellowship uh, during my doctoral uh, coursework. Uh, I'm currently teaching at uh, Sri Venkateshwar College Department of Sociology, Delhi University. Uh, I've previously taught at Ambedkar University. Uh, I have uh, taught at, in the capacity of teaching assistant at uh, Young India Fellowship Program, Ashoka University, where I uh, have assisted Professor Bete. Uh, Besides teaching, I've also been involved in uh, research works uh, with organizations like UNICEF, um, Delhi government, startup like Edulogger and News. Uh, my recent publication uh, last year has been uh, quite fruitful for me uh, in terms of uh, uh, academic progress. I was, I was. Uh, I was able to publish two works. One is a textbook which is co-authored as astrology, uh, as sociology in India. Uh, and the book that we are discussing today is Astrology in India, a Sociological Inquiry is, is, uh, is a product of, if I can uh, call it that way, is a product of my doctoral research. 
so this is to give like a brief uh, introduction of uh, who I am, what I've done. So this kind of, I hope uh, it has given you a brief yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's very good. And you said that uh, the book Astrology in India, Sociological Inquiries was part of your doctoral research. So uh, tell me something about the background of the book itself. So uh, during your doctoral research, I mean, how did you come across this very topic and what made you interested in the topic? And, you know, uh, what were the ways you went to doing research in this very area? Yeah. So uh, I, for my MPhil, before doctoral research, uh, I'd, since I mentioned I've, I I've also uh, done my MPhil. Uh, during my MPhil research, usually uh, now MPhil has been scrapped uh, in NEP, but earlier it was a, it was a part of uh, research programs. Uh, now MPhil programs usually are a prerequisite to PhD. They were rather prerequisite to your doctoral programs in both Delhi University and Jawaharlal Nehru University. So during my MPhil coursework, I was interested in uh, how uh, there is this interplay of faith and fear in religion. So this was one of a connecting point for me to pursue my doctoral research around the phenomena of astrology. Uh, and if I recall it correctly, I remember that, you know, uh, during the time when I wanted to get my synopsis or proposal uh, approved, uh, we had a meeting for approval we used to have, I'm sure the practice continues. We used to always have this meeting of getting your synopsis approved by the committee of members, which was, uh, you know, in which all the, all the available um, professors used to participate in that committee you know, before any kind of uh, synopsis or proposal of research, you know, would get approved. So remember the time I had uh, decided to pursue this uh, this area of inquiry on astrology, I had received a flack. How can you study a, something that is, uh, uh, you know, it's absolutely absurd. It's a pseudoscience. Are you talking about futurology here? What about astrology you want to, you know? And how will you, uh, uh, and then, uh, you know, another thing that uh, uh, becomes a very, very uh, important uh, factor in almost uh, all research uh, works is like how will you you know you're interested in researching upon a topic but how will you sort of locate it within the premises of uh, sociology you know how can you it's a pseudoscience how and at that point in time I still remember I was almost you know I was um, I was flushed I was red because I had to uh, I was you know I wanted to do uh, research in the area I was uh, deeply interested in and um, uh, you know quite uh, and uh, quite passionate about astrology because I wanted to locate it, you know, sociologically. Uh, my interest in it also started developing after, you know, uh, you, uh, my friends uh, would read about their zodiac signs and, you know, would try to figure out how do people of a particular zodiac sign would behave, things like that. But uh, for my doctoral work, I wanted to uh, pursue it more uh, pragmatically. And more, you know, I wanted to have an empirical research around astrology. What is astrology, particularly? We're talking about astrology, like, um, so how would I want to study astrology? Um, so yes, this was a trigger point, uh, both my inquisition uh, around, the, uh, around the subject, 
and also somewhere you know in order to orient it with my uh, previous research around interplay of faith and fear in religion how interplay of faith and fear works so this kind of propelled me to opt for uh, you know a research around the phenomenon of astrology yeah and i think it's interesting that the a topic which um, during your phd work or during your early career in your research uh, which was being flagged has become so much important today in terms of research and in terms of its capability in trying to understand the people in terms of understanding Hinduism and the, the community and the people itself. So I think that's something which is uh, very interesting that you have pointed out in that sense. So before going into the contents of the book, uh, I wanted to ask again uh, about some of the backdrops of the book. And one thing that I wanted to ask was this one. You have chosen North Delhi, South Delhi, and Gurgaon for your, uh, you know, interviews and um, your data collection. So why these three places specifically? See, uh, when you're talking about methodology, I'll get into the methodology part of it. Uh, it's very important to understand the positionality of the researcher as well. Mm. So where I'm located, so somewhere I wanted to also understand uh, uh, astrology reflexively with, per pertaining to my location. I, I reside in Gurgaon. However, I have uh, had uh, my uh, institutions in South Delhi, JNU, Jawaharlal University, IIT. So uh, the South Delhi is, is you know, has uh, prominent institution institutions, uh, particularly. So South Delhi, Gurgaon, because I reside South Delhi, because my institution was in South Delhi. Then, uh, you know, before I actually uh, formally began with my research. Uh, there's a lot of preliminary research that goes into um, any kind of work. You know, you have to do the preliminary work. And uh, during my preliminary research, uh, there used to be uh, this annual festival uh, around uh, astrology that, uh, that used to uh, take place in Pragati Medan. It was an annual affair, annual uh, festival, uh, if I can call it that like a mela used to happen uh, in Pragati Medan. Uh, and it used to always take place around February or March. So uh, my preliminary groundwork actually began uh, from uh, that particular festival where I would go and, you know, just simply observe people try to, uh, you know, interact with uh, present astrologers who were providing their consultations. So at that point in time, I identified that most of the astrologers who were participating in this festival were coming from North Delhi or they had their offices or their residences in North Delhi and this is why you know the North Delhi location came into uh, the research. Yeah that's quite a good explanation on that one. So let's move into the contents of the book itself and I think uh, this is where I would like to divide my questions into two parts. One is the conceptual aspect of it and one is the lift aspect of it. So for me, uh, I will first would like to delve into the conceptual aspect of it. And so my first question would be to be very clear about what we are talking about. What really is astrology? What is astrology? Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, if I uh, begin my inquiry, uh, it was one of the very primary objective uh, of the research that, that was to identify what is astrology, you know. And uh, anthropologically, uh, I, I, I was carrying a lot of uh, understanding around Malinowski's work of magic, science, and religion. But uh, 
I wanted to, you know, the first thing that struck me was, should I really begin with, um, you know, uh, situating astrology within the premises of magic? Or should I situate it within the premises of religion? Because, you know, Hindu, all the deities, the planetary deities are associated with Hindu, uh, Hindu deities. Or should I really look into it um, as something that is scientific? Because uh, uh, most of the responses that I was uh, getting from uh, people uh, and, uh, you know, internet, there was so much of content on internet and documents. And I also, you know, uh, subscribed to various uh, Hindu magazines, astrological magazines. And all of these magazines and most, I would not say all of these, most of these magazines and most of the um, uh, preliminary data kind of suggested astrology to be somewhat related to scientific inquiry. You know, it's about, it's, 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 it's systematic, it's, metho it's methodical. So therefore, you know, it kind of shares it, its premises with the science. So uh, conceptually, I wanted to understand uh, it both through positivism. You know, I borrowed from uh, Durkheimian understanding of looking at astrology, a functional aspect of society and astrology. So the very first part was to identify the meanings of astrology. And a, a wholesome or the, you know, a, a holistic understanding of astrology would only emerge if I take into consideration the meanings of all the stakeholders who are involved. So that meant uh, the meanings of astrology uh, of believers who believe in astrology. That means also including uh, uh, understanding of people who do not believe in astrology. Uh, also taking into consideration uh, how practitioners that is astrologers, how they understand um, astrology. And finally, how scientists and other people, uh, you know, who are also, uh, who form a part of non-believers itself, how, you know, how they look at astrology. So through positivism uh, and along with the, you know, uh, borrowing from uh, theoretical framework of phenomenology, now positivism and phenomenology, they both are at the, you know, extreme end of the spectrum. Di you know, both diagonally opposite, but it was also a somewhere, uh, you know, an attempt uh, to integrate uh, different theoretical perspectives in order to understand uh, and provide for a thicker description, you know, borrowing from gears, a thicker description of a phenomena uh, that requires a lot of, uh, uh, you know, analysis, because I remember when I was um, uh, uh, doing my secondary review, there was very, very limited, extremely limited literature around um, astrology. A uh, couple of articles by Judy Pugh. Uh, um, Adorno had almost negated the idea of uh, astrology as, and you know, and calling it as uh, pseudoscience. Uh, very, very limited. Only anthropological works, you know, uh, there were some mentions of astrology, you know, because there was there used to be some fascination with respect to future. But sociology was uh, a very, very limited understanding of astrology within the discipline uh, knowledge of uh, sociology. So uh, conceptually, I wanted to first understand the meanings. So the very first attempt that I made was to identify the definitions, the, you know, the understanding. And the meanings that I mentioned came from believers, non-believers, practitioners. So this, by this uh, understanding, I also included phenomenological aspect of identifying how people's experiences, you know, it helps uh, 
in uh, creating a consciousness around a particular phenomena. Quite interesting when you mention about the uh, the scientific aspect of astrology, because uh, I mean, as I've um, kind of roughly understood it, it has to do with uh, the planet deities, um, much to do with the planet deities. And when you look, talk about the solar system, the planetary movement and all, then it has to do with uh, the sciences also. So does it mean that um, an, a, a person who does astrology needs to be updated with uh, uh, scientific uh, materials that are coming out on planetary aspects? So uh, if I uh, you know, try to make a distinction here, uh, I'll begin that astronomy and astrology are very, very di different. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, also I want to mention here that uh, when I was interested in doing my study uh, around astrology in India, it was also very pertinent for me to uh, learn the astrological symbols. Now, astrology in India is predominantly practiced as Jyotish. Jyotish Gyan. Uh, and therefore, it was imperative for me to also understand the various elements of this uh, Jyotish and not only, uh, you know, uh, kind of restrict myself to the Western or the European understanding of astrology with respect to 12 zodiacs, because uh, Indian astrology is, is very detailed. So I remember uh, on the insistence of my uh, supervisor, Professor Nilika Merotra, I, I, you know, I underwent a six months of uh, elementary basic uh, course on astrology to actually first uh, get to know uh, of what kind of symbols I will be, you know, uh, dealing with, and why uh, astrology in India is 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 not as astrology in Western uh, countries. So here I identify that astrology in India, like if I can go back to Malinowskian conceptual understanding of, you know, to look at magic science and religion aspect in a particular uh, uh, society or you know about a particular phenomena. Uh, I feel that astrology is neither, you know, it's, it's, it's neither of these three. It's not magic, it's not science, it's not religion. Technically, it's a very sound knowledge system. And uh, to understand this knowledge system, you also have to uh, undergo a rigorous training to acquire, you know, uh, uh, the real, I think you actually have to undergo a rigorous training to understand the meaning of the symbols which are associated with this field. Uh, other aspects of my research uh, were uh, also to look into the aspects of uh, uh, contestation and consumption. So the research uh, discusses, uh, you know, it begins with uh, discussing the meanings around astrology, uh, meanings, of meanings of astrology, and it progresses to look into the contestation around this phenomena. Uh, why is it um, rejected? Why is it, uh, you know, relegated to the margins? Or and uh, and again, very important that how it has now uh, become a, a, a you know a very a significant part of uh, our daily lives where there is an increased steep rise in consumer, consumerism around astrology. And especially, you know, uh, during the COVID uh, period um, where there used to be several applications and websites that used to, you know, 
come up and uh, many of these uh, websites also recorded a very high uh, turnover uh, by the end of 2020 because you know the uncertain times the anxiety led people to uh, to you know look for solutions which were you know not uh, you know uh, uh, available through the other means of let's say you know uh, reasoning or you may refer to it as rationality uh, so people were looking at these alternative mechanisms of uh, uh, if I may refer to it as, uh, you know, well-being, because they were associating astrology with something that would help them, uh, you know, first of all, identify and detect the problem, and eventually also give them some kind of uh, remedial procedures to rectify those, in, you know, uh, uh, the problem areas in their life. Yeah, I, I was quite interested in the thing that you mentioned about astrology being a very detailed process in India uh, and that you need to go through rigorous training to understand those processes and all. So obviously all of this knowledge is coming from a, from something. I mean, the background attacks or cultural history. So can, can you tell us something about the, the texts that are associated with astrology and that, that uh, people refer to uh, and the historical aspect of it? Yeah. See, uh, astrology, uh, you know, uh, everywhere in India, it thrives on religion. Hmm. Uh, and uh, like Hinduism, Jyotish also believes in several gods and deities. It's also polytheistic in nature. So uh, origin uh, uh, of planetary deities can be uh, traced back to, you know, those uh, initial Hindu writings of uh, second millennium BC. Max Miller has mentioned in his works. Uh, Rig Veda uh, also speaks of, obviously there is no explicit references to planets or planetary deities in uh, Rig Veda, but there are, uh, you know, these uh, Rig Veda speaks of tattvas, or, uh, you know, it also speaks of heavenly realms or uh, saptadisha. Uh, so oral history uh, and, uh, uh, you know, texts around uh, early Vedic literature, it includes uh, uh, understanding or presence of uh, uh, Hindu astrology. And uh, ancient uh, astrology you know, offers a, a very contrasting case to our uh, organization of knowledge, uh, illustrating the uh, artificial, historically uh, specific nature of uh, boundaries between uh, knowledge and pseudo-knowledge. Barton speaks of it. So, uh, as per the Vedas, uh, and again, Jyotish again gets divided uh, into uh, Ganit, that is the mathematical Siddhant that is related with uh, knowledge, uh, the Ganit and the Falit. So there are two categories Jyotish gets divided into, Ganit and Falit. Falit is associated with the prediction, you know, how you uh, make predictions from uh, the calculations that you have gathered through the Ganit aspect. And... Uh, the Ganit is the, the aspect or uh, the, uh, you know, the space that deals with astronomy and its application to astrology. Whereas the Falith part of astrology is the predictive aspect wherein your uh, uh, astrologers actually identify. Uh, firstly, they have to calculate the, you know, uh, on the basis of your, so it's also, uh, if you, uh, if somebody would want to understand it, uh, it's also a, a related uh, to how uh, you know how your destiny gets created. So astrology believes 
that a destiny is created on the basis of uh, the time you are born uh, and the place. So the time also technically includes uh, the date uh, that you are born. So the time date along with the place of birth and not only uh, of an individual, of, 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 the, of, of, you know, of an animal or uh, of, uh, of nations, you know, and this is what um, it, one of, this is the uh, upcoming uh, areas uh, of astrology that, you know, astrology is, is extremely um, uh, instrumental uh, in political uh, space, in um, economical spaces, financial matters. Uh, I'm sure you would have read the news of the NSC director being involved uh, uh, in um, not astrological, astrological, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, but, you know, she, yes, she was, uh, she mentioned that they, you know, she was taking consultation from a yogi from Himalayas, but obviously astrology was not a part there, but astrology does play a very strong role uh, uh, in uh, ascertaining uh, the future of uh, not only an individual, but future of uh, industries, futures of nations. So yes, mm -hmm. this uh, is is something which is uh, uh, very very central to understanding of astrology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, in movies and all, while watching movies and all, we often used to hear this word kundli. I mean. Though uh, many people watching and listening might not really know what's the significance of it, and uh, at least majority might know the significance of it. So, what really is Kundli and how is it related to astrology in that sense? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I mentioned, uh, you know, why uh, the details like um, time of birth, place of birth, um, and date, uh, they're important because these three information, piece of information, they help you create a horoscope. And Kundli is a horoscope. So horoscope is, is, uh, is like a chart that is prepared uh, and that chart helps uh, the astrologer and also, you know, if somebody is a lay person with limited information around astrology, it helps them to understand that when they were born, you know, planets were in which position. So a Kunli has uh, 12 houses and each of these 12 houses, it represents a part of your life. So the very first house um, of the Kundli represents the self. And uh, so this 12, these 12 houses, each one uh, uh, is trying to describe your career, your uh, family relation, your marital relations, your siblings, uh, your uh, material and, uh, and immaterial possessions, your, uh, your education. So everything can be determined from these 12 houses uh, based on which planet was present uh, in which house and also you know again another very uh, very very um, uh, crucial aspect is uh, that it's not only limited to the presence of planets in those houses also what you have to take into consideration the degrees of those planets so this is why the Ganit aspect the entire calculation that goes into uh, constructing a, a, a kundli that you, it's not only the mere presence of the planet, you also have to see the planet uh, was at which degree or, uh, uh, and uh, will it be, uh, a, a, you know, a beneficial planetary position or will it have any uh, significant uh, losses for the individual? All these uh, uh, 
aspects are you know uncovered by looking at a kundli and uh, as you mentioned these kundlis become a very important uh, 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 it's a they are very important especially during the times of marriage marriages uh, i remember uh, in several interviews that were conducted as a part of this research uh in earlier times people said that you know they they especially in haryana they said that they never really matched kundlis reason was that it, nobody used to record the timing of the birth and kundli requires a very precise timing of the birth uh however now it has become a practice that you need to have a kundli in place uh and in order to you know avert any kind of problems and not only uh uh i should mention here it's not only related to uh, marital alliances anymore it's also related to political alliances you know it's all it's also uh, uh, you know corporate alliances you 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 uh, uh, if you are being hired at a very very crucial and uh, important position so the placement of your charts is of interest to uh, to a few uh, in you know in the country yeah and that is where the aspect of um, what you have mentioned in the book also the gemstones uh, what role does a uh, gemstone play in that aspect yeah so again you know it varies and there are people there are astrologers who say that gemstones are very important hmm. and there are astrologers who feel gemstones are are not really uh, that important because basically uh, gemstones are uh, are a part of if i may uh, refer to it as a remedial part of astrology so astrology has two parts one is the predictive part astrology will help you predict you know the good and the bad um and the second part of the astrology is remedial also provide you with suggestive remedies to uh, to either elevate the good part or to you know decrease the potency of anything negative so gemstones uh, are 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 part of um, uh, remedial astrology wherein they believe that a particular color component because each planet is associated with a particular kind of a color and in order in order to enhance the power of a particular planet in order to you know seek uh, uh, the seek blessings or seek positive results from a particular planet uh, astrologers suggests you know suggest you to wear a particular gemstone because they feel that the rays of the sun uh, actually travel through uh, that particular gemstone and it it, it enhances the uh, the power of uh, your body your faith and uh, so you should use gemstones whereas other feel that it can simply be enhanced by you you know not relying on gemstones but again gemstones uh, some astrologers say that they are made of a certain kind of mineral composition and uh, so you can't really substitute mineral composition by wearing let's say a yellow thread you need to have uh, you know a yellow stone that is either a sapphire or uh, a sunelia i think there's some there are lower substitutes are also available uh, in the market there's a, there's an economy around these gemstones in india yeah so coming to the leaf aspect of it right uh, you have mentioned that uh, astrology is something which needs a tedious process to learn and it's not something which is easy to be learned or understood in, in a very small time or you know it has a lot of knowledge uh, inside it so who can be an astrologist and what are the processes course into becoming an astrologer in that sense 
See, I don't know. See, I, I, I think what we are having, um, if you, I don't know if you have ever tried to do this search your, on your own, but uh, you would have come across several uh, advertisements uh, popping on the internet. Become an astrologer, learn tarot card reading. Now, tarot card reading, palmistry, and all these things are separate from astrology. Mm-hmm. There are uh, several uh, uh, young uh, astrologers who are, who are trying to disrupt the way that uh, uh, one should look at astrology. So they are, they are also coming up with their channels mm-hmm. wherein they are parting information or parting knowledge, you know, imparting knowledge on, uh, uh, you know, what is the meaning of a particular conjunction of planets so uh, i really can't see i don't know who can become an astrologer it depends on uh, a person's uh, um, uh, it's a tendency if you do have a tendency toward you know uh, towards astrology uh, or uh, it's just uh, you want to pursue it's so like one of the question I wanted to have, or I I, I have dealt with it uh, in my research is, uh, what do uh, astrologers associate it with? Is it a calling for them? Because many of them feel that, you know, they want to really help other people identify problems, or is it a vocation, right? Because all, it's also a source of their livelihood. Their livelihood is, is sustained on this practice of astrology. So uh, I think it's, uh, entirely it entirely depends on the choice i can't really say who can become uh, an astrologer because especially in current times um, uh, there are so many astrologers and i uh, and i honestly doubt the efficacy of uh, because you know uh, 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 of who's good or who's not good and there is because see it's not it's not uh, astrology in india is not a a system that is under uh, you know, under a radar because it it is uh, there are no um, uh, research. Obviously, there are researches around astrology that happen. There, there's Guru, uh, not Guru, Lal Bahadur Shastri uh, University in Delhi. It is, I think, uh, having courses around astrology, uh, uh, undergraduate and postgraduate courses around astrology. But uh, still, there's a very limited uh, research around. Uh, uh, astrology, especially when it when when you see India, there has been such a long tradition of uh, using astrological not astrological knowledge, but still very limited research. So I really don't know who can or who should be an astrologer. But yes, as uh, uh, as an individual, uh, if I may say that you know, because this discipline requires a certain kind of dedication and commitment, uh, you know, it will also if we can have some kind of a check to kind of, you know, skim through uh, uh, quacks from genuine astrologers, I think uh, that will help a lot of people because uh, uh, there are uh, astrologers who uh, would, uh, you know, give remedies uh, which cost like a bomb for many people, you know. So, uh, yes, I mean, uh, I don't know who can be an astrologer, I think uh, it's, it's about an individual choice, but yes, uh, some kind of an integrity uh, uh, check or um, you know an authority kind of uh, affirmation would help. Yeah. As you mentioned, 
the the aspect of astrology is uh, booming in that aspect and people are kind of uh, becoming an astrologer in that sense so since we are talking about india um, the caste aspect is also important here in that sense because of the demarcation of osmotic process of knowledge in that sense and also uh, of the sense that uh, you, you know uh, caste uh, plays an important role and also at the same, same time the process of sanskritization is also there in that in that sense so how, how does uh, this jam uh, together in in the process of uh, uh, astrology and in, in its relation to caste in that sense yeah uh, see so I, if i um, kind of attempt to answer this question in traditional uh, india astrological knowledge was limited to brahmins mm, yeah. because they were the ones who uh, had uh, access to sanskrit and the text available uh, around astrology was in sanskrit however when uh, you know post independence the entire process of secularization that began uh, it kind of also there was a secularization around knowledge also so knowledge that used to be earlier uh, you know especially the sanskrit it had hegemony of brahmins but as you know institutions schools came into uh, being this sanskrit was you know it was uh, taught at school levels also so it was you know available for everybody and not exclusively um, for a particular caste or a group of uh, people I, i i remember interviewing uh, one of the astrologers and i had this question around uh, uh the caste aspect of astrology so uh one of the astrologers uh, mentioned um, in their discussion that you know in today's time everybody can become an astrologer mm-hmm. and uh, this particular astrologer also quoted specific caste names that you know it's it's across uh, the caste system you know so and so is becoming an astrologer so and so you know everybody is becoming an astrologer however there was another astrologer who uh, uh, was not uh, uh, a brahmin and uh, he said that you know it's a, 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 an astrologer uh, if i if i use uh, his own terminology here he said janam se nahi karam se brahman hona chahiye so an astrologer should not be uh, again you're bringing in the caste uh, aspect and the notion of uh, purity here uh that they wanted to associate brahmanism with so he said that astrology should necessarily not be from a specific caste but uh, he or she has to uh, again uh, uh behave or be in accordance with a certain caste way of living yeah yeah as you have also talked about astrology is uh, something which is kind of uh, not dying down it's kind of booming and people are going to it so um you also mentioned about many 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 reasons as to uh, why people are going to it and you also talk about in the book about suffering well-being and fear and all of those aspects and all so uh, why why do you think the people are i mean it's still growing why do you think it's still growing and then people are really going to it is it like uh, working for the people who are going to it and or there are some other aspects to it yeah i think, I think somewhere uh from let's accept it and i i'm not asking let's accept that in both of us accept this reality but astrology is a is a is a significant part of all our lives and not i'm not talking about only the consulting aspect of it if you look at uh, hindu households uh, across the country 
uh, be it in north, south, uh, we have uh, been using uh, not the regular Western calendar. We use a, a, a Hindu calendar, which is called a Panchang, Almanac, which tells us about uh, tithis or important muhurats that would be coming, uh, you know, uh, all around the year. So, uh, and the consulting aspect of astrology is still uh, uh, majorly around, uh, you know, uh, important life events. And these important or crucial life events are of, you know, birth, uh, marriage, um, uh, also around, uh, you know, the, uh, the ceremony uh, or the ritual of Namkaran, when you are, you know, planning to name the child. So yes, birth, namkaran, marriage, death. Again, death becomes uh, uh, a time where you are consulting the pandit to identify, uh, you know, suitable mahurats to perform the puja for the deceased. So uh, I don't you see if you feel that uh, in, in in you know well, the times that we are all living uh, in, which is. Uh, scientific or which is based on scientific temperament of reasoning and rationality and astrology is considered to be something that is opposing to this scientific temperament and rationality i think this is the basic the there's the, this is the basic fault with this premise astrology is not something that is unscientific or non-scientific uh, it is, uh, it again, uh, there were questions or, you know, astrology as a discipline, uh, as a knowledge system, and astrologers as, as practitioners uh, are not looking at any kind of legitimacy from sciences. They do not want any kind of, uh, you know, uh, credits uh, or any kind of approvals or sanctions here. Uh, it has, it, it existed, it continues to exist. It's just that, you know, um, that people do not want to accept and admit the role of astrology in their lives simply because of, you know, they feel that, you know, it might make them uh, uh, a center for laughter or you know, they might be ridiculed for uh, believing in something that uh, people feel is, 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 is a pseudoscience or it is a hoax. So I think astrology uh, will continue, rather it will thrive. And now as a means, it'll, it'll, it has always figured out means to survive. And even in, during, uh, uh, I, I, if I kind of remind you here, you remember there was a period of demonetization that had struck India. And uh, uh, earlier astrologers used to, um, uh, you know, the, the exchange of services used to take place in terms of cash. And I remember during that period, that uh, period when I was interviewing astrologers, meeting them, I said, how have you, you know, made this transition? So they started, they had started taking bank transfers. They had started accepting Paytm payments. So again, you know, there, there's a means of survival. It's also like this routinization of uh, Weber's concept of routinization of charisma. Here, it's also routinization of your uh, practices in order to remain, uh, you know, up to date. So now astrology is, is available. Uh, astrological uh, uh, applications are available. You download from Google, you download from your app store. So it's just uh, one click away. You know, it's on the on your palm. 
So it's also revamping. Astrology is not uh, the same uh, uh, archaic system. There's, there, you know, it, it is kind of reshaping itself uh, and, you know, kind of adapting to the current trends. Yeah, you also have a good discussion on uh, the technology and astrology in your book. So that was quite interesting. Yes. Coming to my last question, it is about, uh, it was interesting to see pandemic and astrology. You're discussing pandemic and astrology. You know, when I was, uh, let me just tell you something. When I was doing my field work uh, in Nagaland itself for my PhD work, I was talking with a Christian who kind of, a lady who kind of see visions and futures and all of those things, right? So I was talking to her and then, when we were discussing about so many things, she mentioned about pandemic and she says that, you know, pandemic is mentioned here in the Bible, it's here. And then she was like picking up the passages and telling me about why, you know, why pandemic, this pandemic is meant to happen and why we people never read the Bible. That's why we don't know that the pandemic is coming and all of those aspects where we, we were discussing about. And that is where uh, the, the pandemic and astrology also becomes uh, very interesting. So what were the discussions that were emerging uh, during the time of pandemic in the area of astrology? Yeah, uh, uh, I remember this book was uh, in pipeline since 2019, actually. Mm. So this, this draft was uh, accepted by uh, Taylor and Francis Rutledge. They accepted the draft in 2019, January. Mm. So it was, uh, so, uh, so this kind of, uh, you know, uh, the process of publication was rather a long one. And by the time uh, the book came out, so I, I realized that I have to include a, a section on pandemic as well, because I have to make the work relevant. And at that point in time, uh, there was this uh, looming anxiety. There was this fearless, I will not call it the fearlessness, but there was this, uh, you know, the extreme fear that had, uh, in, you know, gripped many households. This fear was uh, around, obviously, the health aspect around, uh, again, because, you know, uh, with the complete lockdown and shutdown, it impacted livelihoods of professionals. You know, there were pay cuts. Uh, uh, children were not going to school. Colleges were shut. So it kind of impacted all the aspects of our life. Uh, and this started creating, uh, 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 you know, uh, more and more, uh, uh, I would say it, it actually kind of added uh, fuel to this fear, which grew uh, magnificently around the COVID time and people became anxious about their jobs, their relationships, uh, you know, the health of their, uh, you know, health and well-being of their families. And so, you know, when uh, astrologers was when they were not available, you know, for uh, uh, meetups or, you know, for uh, physical consultation, so they started having these telephonic consultations or consultations through uh, Skype, through uh, WhatsApp video calls. And this kind of made me realize that, you know, astrology is actually more of uh, this space or avenue for people to seek, for, to seek answers, to look for answers that they are other way, other, you know, otherwise not able to, uh, you know, identify on their own or for, you know, uh, and to look for these answers, they, they you know, they, 
they seek astrologers and you know because astrology is also mediated by these astrologers they are the ones who are able to tell us that this is astrology so our understanding of astrology depends majorly on what astrologers tell us so uh astrologers at that point in time you know it was a i was i i would be asked uh, by people that you know what does your astrology tells you when will this pandemic end and i said i'm not an astrologer i'm a sociologist and uh, most of the time they've also faced uh, this concern that oh please look at my palm and tell me what my future holds and i was like no astrology obviously palmistry and astrology are related but astrology and palmistry are different and you have to understand i am a sociologist sociologist here who is just trying to understand the patterns and i am not a, a you know a qualified astrologer who can predict your future or tell you what what lies ahead but during pandemic uh, astrology did uh, to a great extent uh, it provided a certain kind of comfort to 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 people because it kind of uh, you know i uh, conveyed it to them that you have to wait for you know certain uh, weeks or certain months and that kind of helped them develop patience also made them uh, you know prepare for uh, blasphemy which may kind of uh, which which may or which would be awaiting them so uh, it did play a, a significant role and that's why as i mentioned in the beginning of our talk as well that during pandemic there were certain applications web based applications and websites that had a huge turnover because the teleconsultation had increased uh, many folds interesting yeah i've asked my last question and is there anything that you think that i have missed out that uh, you need to say very important about the book one aspect i think i i missed on this particular aspect i think two aspects one is how uh, i actually came across not only the caste aspect mm. but also the gender aspect mm. there were very few women astrologers mm. now there were many women tarot card readers or now you also had these coffee cup readings or coffee mug readings and uh but very very few uh, women astrologers because uh, uh, apparently it was considered to be more of a uh, you know men's area of uh, work because it required a certain amount of uh, dedication or time and you know it was not easy for women to uh, give give that time because again they have the responsibility of family as well so this was the response that i received from the field and again this was a gender aspect and uh, again very important aspect was how actually astrology helps uh, people or rather uh, kind of facilitates their aspirations so it becomes uh, uh, an agent for many many people to fulfill their aspirations so this again uh, so uh, this these two aspects i think uh, have been uh, dealt with uh, in the book and also um, uh, you know i've tried to for every uh, every uh, every reading from uh, or every data that you know i collected from the field i have situated or i have located that data into in, you know into dominant uh, uh, sociological theories or dominant sociological works just to contextualize that understanding within the discipline uh, uh boundaries so uh, for astrology also how it is somewhat you know similar to uh, uh giddens understanding of what expert systems are and i i tried to understand astrology through giddens concept of expert systems yeah 
Yeah, it's uh, quite important that uh, you have pointed uh, those out. And also to the listeners, I think to get more insight on our conversation, I think you should get the book and then read through it. And uh, there are many, many case studies. And also uh, in the methodological aspects, since new book network podcasts are listened by these uh, most majority of them are scholars in that aspect, will be very interested in the methodological aspect also, uh, apart from the case studies and all of the detailing in the book itself. So thank you very much, Dr. Yadav, uh, for being here. And tell me about uh, your future projects or any other interesting work that is ahead of you. Yeah. Uh as of now, uh, I am uh, thinking of working around, uh, again, you know, the broader spectrum of my work will be centered around uh, well-being because uh, religion earlier, interplay of faith and fear was around religion, astrology. Again, you know, people would say it's a part of uh, sociology of religion or anthropology of religion uh, domain. Uh, currently, I'm in... Uh, interested in working around disruptions uh, in tourism sector. Uh, how uh, the entire uh, digital, uh, you know, digital uh, uh, change or, uh, uh, you know, the technological disruptions around uh, tourism, aviation, it impacted uh, social uh, lives and uh, uh, also, you know, uh, society in general. So yeah, this is what I'm really um, uh, currently reading around. So uh, uh, future work or future research would be around uh, uh, tourism and well-being. Uh, so yes. Yeah, quite exciting work ahead of you. And if anyone wants to reach out to you regarding your work, your institution email will be the best way, right? Or any other? Uh, yeah. Yes, uh, so my uh, email uh, ID is uh, nupurnima.yadav at gmail.com, N-U-P-U-R-N-I-M-A dot Y-A-D-A-V at the rate gmail.com. Hmm. And also this monograph will be uh, uh, of uh, great uh, benefit to students uh, who are interested in, uh, uh, in culture studies, yes. in uh, sociology of medicine. Also, um, uh, you know, the... Uh, Gender, I think, is now uh, uh, part of almost uh, all uh, major sociological works. So yes, it'll be it'll be relevant to also these uh, students: sociology of medicine, culture studies, uh, political and economic sociology as well, because there is an entire industry that is um, developing around astrology. Yeah. And not forgetting yes. people from my field also anthropology is a must for anthropology. Absolutely. Anthropology and sociology cannot be uh, dissected. Yeah. And uh, especially for me, I think I owe a lot to anthropology because my, my professor, uh, my supervisor, she is a trained anthropologist, mm. Professor Nilika Mirotra. Yeah. She's a trained anthropologist. And uh, uh, so yes, my uh, one of the major reasons that my work has an influence and blend of both anthropological and sociological theories is because of her. Yeah. Thank you, Thank Dr. You yeah, 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 Yadav. It's been a pleasure having you here and such a wonderful yeah, conversation. I, thank you. You had, uh, I, I must uh, thank you for, uh, you know, uh, reading out and taking so much of interest uh, in the book, coming up with uh, very, very uh, insightful uh, questions, you know, with that made me also think and um, go back to uh, what I had to work on. Thank you for having me. It was a wonderful discussion. Yeah, and take care. Yeah.